Helmets and Heels. <laughs> Brought to you by Underwood Jewelers. Yippee. And American Window Products. On 1010XL, 92.5 FM. Here's Donna Murphy, Lauren Brooks, Amanda Borges, and Blythe Brumleaf. There is one topic tonight that I know Frank is probably not going to like, but it's in the window and he won't be listening, so we're good to go. What is that window so I know when I can... <laughs> That's usually the very last segment of the show. He's usually turned us off by then. And uh, our topic is going to be how to make baseball better. So that's when, you know, that sport is near and dear to his heart. There's nothing he would change about the game, of course. And as America's pastime, there's lots of people that also wouldn't change anything. However, ladies, we are going to change a few things if it was up to us. And I love, love, love what you had to say about an Amanda. So we will get to that, (laughs) like I said, in the last segment, along with how social media affects our lives personally. But we're going to start with Ray Rice. Ray Rice had a recent video on ESPN, came out, and he basically said that he understands that there are a lot of people who would never forgive him for what happened in that elevator with between he and his now wife, but that he feels he's a rehabilitated man. I have to say that the moment, I had to watch it twice because I wanted to see his actual sincerity. The first time I watched it, I thought he wasn't being sincere in the least. Second time I watched it, I said, okay, he has been trained to say these things in in a proper fashion. And I think if he hadn't had any public PR training, he probably would have been far more sincere, but it wouldn't also have sounded quite as articulate. That was my first thought. What did y'all think? For me personally, it it always comes back, no matter how much PR training that you have and how many socially acceptable statements that you make to the public, I just don't think that nobody is going to give you a chance if if you can't perform on the field. If you can average more than 3.1 yards a carry, which is what he averaged two years ago, then he'll ha- he would still have a job in the NFL, as you can see with Greg Hardy, uh, with the Cowboys, and Adrian Peterson with the Vikings. I think if Adrian Peterson and Ray Rice situations were switched, that AP would still have a job just because his talent is still there. Um, but it, it just doesn't strike me as something that we should still be continually evolved, involved in. It's something that's a personal matter. He served his punishment, and now it's between him and his wife. So you're, if, let's say, he was going to be good, you would forgive him if you were a, a fan of whatever team? Oh, absolutely. Because at okay. the end of the day, it, it's not... I wasn't the one who got hit. It, it, that's his wife that has to deal with that. And he's, I, I think, in some ways unfairly become the face of domestic violence. He, he did in sort of, I think, a, a, a good, a, looking at the glass half full, he brought this issue to the public, to the American public, and put a face to a, a, an extremely uh, complicated issue. But at the end of the day, he's one of many, and he still deserve. he served his punishment, and he still deserves another shot at a career. I don't think he should go his whole life without working again another day in his life. But at the end of the day, it becomes a situation that him and his wife have to deal with. Donna, forgive or never forgive? Um, I did not see the video. I didn't watch it. But I'll take your account and, you know, put it in my pocket for when I do watch it. But if he was good, you know, if he wasn't going to be, like you said, you know, a lackluster running back, you know, it is a situation between him and his now wife. If she has no problem with it, why should we care? That's going to be their relationship. They can have a physical, violent relationship if they so be it. So why do we care? Um, Yeah, whatever. (laughs) (laughs) I cannot get the video out of my head. And 
it's because of that that it, it, I don't know. It's really hard for me to not today's video, but the original. Video. Correct. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Sorry. Not today's, um, but the original elevator video from when he punched her and dragged her. And I've tried to put myself in her shoes because being in a relationship with someone, you just at least me, I just always assume that that would never happen to me. And so I don't know how I'd react if that happened. Um, but I know for a fact I wouldn't be with that person. But everyone's different. Every relationship's different. And so for me with Ray Rice, I just can't get that video out of my head. Um, and I think a lot of NFL higher-ups have the same thought process. And it's like you said, Blythe, too. If he was the best player in the NFL but that happened, one team would have to say, all right, listen, we're just going to put this to the side. We need him. But if he's not good enough and he has this, I mean – no one's going to give him a second chance. He's done. Yeah, I think the question I always come back to is, can you really rehabilitate someone who thinks it's okay to hit a woman? And that video, to me, he obviously thought it was okay because yeah. the way he reacted to it. So right. is he is he truly rehabilitated as if he said today on, on the camera, I'm going to go with no and that's just my opinion, right? I'm not the one making the decision in the end, at the end of the day. He could feel like a different person and a better person. He could have learned from his mistake, but you're right. I don't think he could be completely healed and now he knows that's wrong. Right. And he said in the video, you know, I want my daughter to be able to look at, at you know, my life and say I've changed since then. I guess I go back to I don't have a daughter, but had I had a daughter, I would think the very last thing that could ever potentially happen is for me to stay with the person who physically abused me. Right. Because therefore you're saying to her, that's OK. But speaking of children, Ciara recently brought around a new guy that she's dating around her son. And it's a very recent relationship. And of course, Mama Donna, I assume you have some interesting thoughts to say on this one. Uh, well, Blythe gave us this topic, and I loved it. I thought it was great. Um, now, yeah, I am married, so my husband is around, and I don't have you know that unfortunate feeling of being a single mom. But if I were, my son would be my world. And if I were dating someone, it, he would come first. So you have to meet whoever I'm seeing. And if you two don't match up, then that that or if you know say russell wilson um didn't take to little future what a name first of all <laughs> um future is a rapper in case people don't yeah know. marcel at the cw was giving me all the lowdown of <laughs> who oh future God. is i said i want to make sure his name is future though right and it's not some you know future and we're not mispronouncing <laughs> because you never know uh but no future is correct and um, I applaud her for doing this because if, if, you know, the son doesn't like it and I know the son's, what, two? Yeah, I was going to say, I does it matter so. about the age if they're a little bit older? Because it definitely matters. Yeah, I mean, yeah, for me, if they're a teenager, they're already going to hate whatever you do. Right. So <laughs> I'm already expecting that, when, you know, in years to come. <laughs> I hate everything you do. Get away from me. Yeah, go to your room. Um, but yeah, right now, if they click, I think it's very important and I love that she's doing it and I could care less about what the dad has to tweet out. What a loser, what a simple loser. <laughs> you should be happy that someone of his stature, someone who seems to be a great guy filled with faith, filled with love that wants to be around your son and take care of him. That's and probably what it is, though. He's jealous. Yeah. Super jealous. Absolutely. 100%. How can he not be? Even if you don't like Russell Wilson. Right. Any man him. would be jealous if Russell Wilson stole your girl. 
<laughs> but you would think that he's happy for them in the sense that, you know, he knows about their lack of certain relations. <laughs> he would think that then. True. Right, that's would, true. I didn't even think about that. You would think that he'd be like, you know what? This guy's a stand up guy. He's willing not just to do that, but he's also right. willing to make that very public, too. Well, and I really like that. I saw he was getting a lot of tweets saying, well, why don't you stand up and be a man and actually take <laughs> care of your son instead of just sitting back and crying that someone else is, you know, good for those people that are letting him know that, yeah, you're a bum. Why don't you fight for your son instead right. of, yeah, I'm just going to go over here and try to rap. <laughs> oh, I actually went out with a guy one time, our first. Yes, day. I love these stories. <laughs> and his name was Future. No, <laughs> I'm not going to say his name, but we went out on a first date and he had a child. He had a child and I knew. Not on the first date with on you. On the first date. He told no. you. Yes. Wait, he told you he, he told brought the before, child. Yeah, he told me beforehand, and I was like, uh, and I had this conversation, like this thought in my head. I'm like, well, isn't that a little weird to like bring the kid on the first date? <laughs> and he's like, well, you're, he's like, she's only two, so she's not gonna, you're just gonna be another person that's nice to her. She's not really, she's probably not gonna remember. He you. didn't know you that well, did he? <laughs> Our first date. <laughs> So how did it go? Did you spend the whole time like talking to the little girl? Oh, oh God, a little bit. It was so it was very, very awkward. It ended up being like a, a, a somewhat of a decent date. Like he's really cute. So that's the <laughs> did he get date number place. two or no? Uh, he did. OK, he got a, a few more dates after With that. Child, without the child. Childless date. Childless. Is, OK, is good. But I, ju I just couldn't. I, at that moment, I wasn't at the right time that I yeah. wanted to take. I don't know. I just it, it, I, I, that's just a situation I don't want any part of. Sure. And, because you go from being a single girl to then all of a sudden, like, having a family within right. in, almost instantaneously. And I just right. remember being at dinner, and he's like, hold on, I got to go to the bathroom. And it's like me and the kid. And <laughs> we're coloring. And I'm like, what, what is going on right now? Do I just leave right now? That's amazing how trustworthy you were, that, you know, how much he trusted you at the time because he left you with his child. But the fact that you thought, Wasn't should I leave trust? now means you should not have no. been left with that child. I don't know if you call that trust. To me, that's just a guy being like this girl can definitely take care of my kid while i go pee i'll be right back <laughs> well when the little girl had to go to the bathroom did you take her no he he took her, oh, he took her okay. to the bathroom okay. i mean he was a very very good father good. and that was kind of a i I'd say kind of a, an attraction but i just mentally i wasn't there how old were you this was like two years ago <laughs> oh. i was hoping you were gonna Maybe say like a man age. yeah it was about a year ago Hey, if you That's and your great. longtime boyfriend broke up, which I know you cannot fathom, but if you did, could you date a guy with a child at this age, this young at age? At this age, I don't think so, but every situation is... Like if they had a 14-year-old? <laughs> at least you're almost <laughs> that even possible? That <laughs> is that even possible? Absolutely. If he had, like... No, honestly, actually, no, because realistically, like, let's say he had a one year old. That means he was with in a relationship with someone at least a year ago. Like if they're not together and you have a kid with that person, there's going to be like some sort of baggage. Yeah. yeah. It's like Ray Rice. He's too much baggage. Right. Too much baggage for me. But I shouldn't even be thinking about that because. Well, of course not. But Just... you're right. I, I don't think I could, unfortunately. All right. Sorry. Well, that might have been a dumb question. But speaking of dumb questions, <laughs> speaking of, we are going to share the, some of the dumbest questions we've ever been asked. And then I have a story and you two ladies already know it. I don't know if Amanda does or not. But it's one of my dumbest on-air moments. I'm sure they happen far more frequently than just oh, I'm so last excited. season. But I will share that when we come back. You are listening to Helmets and Heels on 10th and XL, 92.5 FM.
You're listening to Helmets and Heels on 1010XL, 92.5 FM. Welcome back to Helmets and Heels. I just learned that Amanda Borges is completely anti-wearing a company polo. That's false. (laughs) I would just choose not to wear one if I were given the option because sometimes polos look kind of boyish on me. I don't want to look like a little boy. <laughs> you clearly never went to... I agree with that. To... I don't really See? care to wear polos either. Yeah. You cl- First of all, the, the ones we were discussing that um, I'll be giving you, I'll be <laughs> handing over to you, uh, they are cut in a girly fashion, okay. so they're not too bad. And they well, don't have buttons. They're the V-neck type. Okay. But um, I just found it funny because at... You obviously did not go to Catholic school your entire life, where if someone well, gives you a uniform, you're like, heck yes, I don't have to pick out an outfit. I, I understand. I think I'm scarred because I worked at Panera Bread all through high school, and <laughs> all we wore were polos. <laughs> and I'm so over them. Well, because you're doing Bishop Kenny now. Right. Lauren did it. Mm-hmm. I started it. Okay. Now... I she started Bishop Kenny the high school. Yes, I started. Oh, wow. I opened. It. Now, I st- we're, we're talking about doing side the sidelines, yeah, for the football for games. High school football. Mm-hmm. And I got laughed at by the coaching staff when I came dressed up, heels and all. So that's oh. when I dub, I'm wearing my jeans and my yep. polo. Yep. Thanks for laughing at me. So, I will yeah. tell you that there are a few games that last year I really didn't think I was going to survive. It was so cold. Yes. And I had like two oh layers. God. Yeah, I will warn you for that. Yeah. I had two layers of pants on, <gasps> like jacket, hoodie. I'm not ready. Like, I don't ready do cold. Gloves. Yeah, I don't do cold. Have you yeah. been to Kenny yet? Nope. It's uh, on the water. Yes. Which is why it's so and cold. And it's beautiful. It is. Well, they only have four home games this season. Oh, well, that's nothing. <laughs> like last so I'll, season. Be I'll be there four times. Well, if any of the games are in November, that's the only time you have to be. Well, concerned. yep, there are. Okay. All well, and, uh, Get your hats. phenomenal coaching staff. Yeah, Every excited. single person that that is around the program is fantastic. I love Can't them wait. all. I'll be I'm sure I'll come to some games. And cheer you on. Actually, I'll cheer the football team on. Right. Cheer you on. But, and then just like throw tomatoes at me on the sidelines. <laughs> that would match the Bishop Kenny color. Red and black. All right. That's right. Do you ever remember any dumb questions that you were asked at Panera? Uh, no, that was too long ago. <laughs> High school. Psh. That was like um, three can years I get ago. five shots of free bread? Um, no, no, no. My, um, so dumb questions for me, I guess. This happens when I go out of town or like if I'm out with friends or whatever and I go out. And I'll meet someone, mainly a guy, and we'll start talking about what we do for a living, whatever. They become flabbergasted that I actually not only can spell the word sports, but I actually know sports. And they think it's the coolest thing ever. And I end up, I'm like, really, dude? Like, just because I have long hair and I'm wearing lipstick, like, that's a big deal. And so they'll ask me, like, I don't even, I can't even pinpoint dumb questions. What's a quarterback? No, they don't do that. <laughs> they don't quiz me, but they just are so surprised. They think it's like the coolest thing ever. Like they've never met a female who likes sports. And I just, That's a shame. I know it's, yeah. it's pretty ridiculous. Um, but most recently, um, in case you guys don't know, I'm on a show with all males prior to this. <laughs> Apparently one that is chubby. No, 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 no. Um, Recent, not recently, I guess like a month ago. They, now everyone's wondering which male it is, by the way, Donna, if they didn't hear the show. Yeah, early. and that wasn't me that said that, by the way. 
I'm going to say it's the not chubby Brent Martineau, but apparently he's chubby. He's not chubby at all. He's, he's been not. working out. Um, <laughs> so we had a conversation about splashing one time. And I, being the female, had no idea what they were talking about. Apparently, and you already know this if you're a guy, um, when you go to the bathroom in a urinal, you get oh, splashed. I oh. And I didn't know that because that why was- would I know that? Why would I have any <laughs> idea that you get splashed? Because that doesn't happen to us. And I was asked that question. Oh, that doesn't happen to you? No, that doesn't happen to me. <laughs> if it happens no. to us, there's an issue. Right. I- I know a guy who refuses to wear flip-flops to sporting events because of just <gasps> splashing Ugh. from urinals. That, that is so gross. It's disgusting. This has to be a Seinfeld, right? <laughs> we know about can, trinkets if now. There's, can you spare Seinfeld. a square? Then there has to be like a, can you, can you dry my feet right. at Ew. the end? <laughs> Well, now I'm, like, very cautious to shake guys' hands just because, like, we don't know where the splashing happened. Like, did you put your hands in your pockets to protect them? You know what? By the way, guys, wash your hands. I know. Just because you're not wiping any area doesn't mean we want to touch your hand where that's been. Amanda's going to start, like, the butt bumping in her new, like, hello. Elbows. Elbows. I've been doing elbows. Here you go. Wash your hand, please. Oh, gosh. Blythe, dumb questions you've been Uh, asked. Um, I was asked a few years back, it was a, a social media conference down in Tampa and I was, this table was set up and it was a president of a fairly large, uh, trucking company. And we were talking about social media and content and blogging. And he looked at me and he said, isn't a blogger just a failed journalist? And as a writer like <laughs> that, wow. I was like, I, I didn't get upset. I just said, okay, well, I'm going to prove you wrong. Come to my speech later on today. And he did show up. He ended up showing up, listened to the entire speech. And by the end of the, by the end of my conversation with everybody, he was standing in line waiting to give me his business card. Wow. So I think it was just a case of like somebody who's a little ignorant and used to the old media mm-hmm, ways mm-hmm. that he just kind of got a little bit of a fresher. And wow. bloggers are, are taking over as far as like journalism is concerned. So bloggers are really the the new media, pretty much. There Look are bloggers that turning so much money. in turning in a dumb que- turning a dumb question into like a business opportunity, and I'm over here talking about splash. <laughs> well, your first one was kind of you know flattering to yourself. Like oh, I go out yes. places and everybody thinks I'm so cool. I'm like the coolest person there. <laughs> oh, All right, Demar. Uh, <laughs> there's two, I, and it's not really a dumb question. It's not because we get it a lot. We got it at the Rotary meeting, and I'm not saying it's a dumb question. I just said that. Uh, but <laughs> but I'm no, in the topic. No, of dumbest questions asked. No, I am not married to Rick Below. Oh yeah, that's not a. Uh, you're right. It's not. I just get you're it a right. lot. You know, yeah. I I actually oh. thought that when I first started. Right. No. But why because, did you think that? Because her email says Donna Baloo Murphy? Yeah. So maybe you got to take the Baloo out. No, yeah. Baloo stays. <laughs> well, at first I'm like, are they brother and sister? Yeah, that's what I thought. Are they married? And then soon enough I found out without even asking. So. We are both from the north. We're both Baloos. We're both blonde, blonde hair, blue eyes. So I'm sure some But not related on. or you just don't know? No idea. Hmm. But the Baloo started up north, so you never know. All right, that's so that's one. Interesting. But <laughs> it's, it's, it's a good question. I had a dumb answer. So uh, we lived up in Rhode Island. Um, my husband and I were stationed up there, what, 10, about 10 years ago for three years. And <laughs> I haven't lived in Rhode Island since I was three. Okay. So the only northern stuff I really know are the sports. So I was working at Applebee's 
And a wonderful lady asked me, do you have cabinets? Now, if anybody's listening right now that's from the North, you will know what I'm talking about. My parents are listening, and I know you're laughing because I said, <laughs> what do you mean? Like something to put something in? Right. Like a cabinet. No, apparently a cabinet is a milkshake up North. What? And I had no idea. So I'm looking at the lady. I go, I, we have cabinets that we put our silverware and our stuff in. I don't know what you're talking about. She's like, yeah, you're not from here, are you? I was like, I, I don't know what you're talking about. What is a cabinet? So, of course, that night I called my parents. I'm like, what the hell is a cabinet? I don't understand. <laughs> Why do you people call it these things? Why can't you just call it a milkshake? Because it's called a cabinet. It's not called a cabinet. I, I hear you. With a, a hoagie. Why don't you call it a sub? <laughs> a sandwich. No, it's called a hoagie. It's just, I don't, there's things. So that was my dumb answer. So she was asking you if you have milkshakes? Yeah, but they call it cabinet. Milkshakes where? At At Applebee's. Oh, at Applebee's. I was a server. (laughs) There's Lauren's dumb question. I ask a lot of those. Now (laughs) I get it. I thought she was like asking if you have milkshakes down south or something. Now now I'm caught up. Uh, So (laughs) last year I did the tailgate reporting for yep. the Jags pregame, which uh, lucky little Blondie over here gets to take over this year. Woo-hoo. And I will warn you that uh, double check with your producer before every <laughs> single game and ensure that the delay, the delay is on. Yep. yep, I'm sure oh, you've been warned. Yeah. But um, but so you walk around with a microphone and a little uh, thing that connects you to be able to listen to what the station's saying, right? So what the guys are really saying that's being uh, sent out through the station. So that's all you have. You walk around with just that and you walk up to people. Nothing else on. <laughs> and your polo. Oh, <laughs> the polo. The dreaded polo. <laughs> um, and your shorts and your tennis shoes okay. in the summertime. And so you walk up to people, you know, and you just naturally ask them, hey, do you want to join me on the radio? And about 50% of the time, people would ask me, are we going to be on TV? <laughs> <laughs> And every time, I mean, I tried so hard not to be sarcastic, but I would kind of look around and be like, do you guys see a camera? Do you see a camera? <laughs> do I, is there one following me? And they'd be like, what? I'd be like, there's only a microphone. <laughs> That's, there's just me. There, I don't have an entourage. I don't have an intern. And you literally there's just nothing. said, would you like to be exactly. on the radio? Exactly. And so I really, honestly, the first couple of times I was like, no, sorry, it's just me <laughs> and the radio. <laughs> and then after that, I was finally like, Oh, like for real, you see a camera? Great. Let's all be on camera together. And they were like, oh, this lady's been doing this tailgating bit a bit too long. She needs to take it down a notch. But um, okay, so funny story. So last year we had our one of our remotes at Black Sheep. Mm-hmm. And we all like to do a lot of research on players before we have them on. And so we knew we were gonna have Toby Gerhardt on. So I do my, you know, Wikipedia research and then I also do other research, you know, college stats played college baseball, all this stuff, right? Well, so I'm like, all right, Toby, you have a really interesting name. How did you get the name Tobinbo? I'm sorry, what? Yup. It says his name is Tobinbo. I'm like, <laughs> how? I'm like, that's such a name from like, you know, Lord of the Rings or something. And his wife, who is there, Meredith, is dying laughing, like two feet from us, like literally crying. And Toby's looking at me like, what in the world? So finally he was like, Lauren... It's Tobin Bo. <laughs> Bo is my middle name. Tobin is my first name. And I was like, oh my gosh, I'm an idiot. But I will say, in my defense, Tobin Bo. <laughs> yep. I will That's say, in my so defense, great. his Instagram name is combined. So it looks like Tobin Bo, okay? 
And every time he likes one of my pictures or I see his pictures, I'm always like, dang it. It looks like Tobinbo. Anybody could have been had. And but Lauren, Tobinbo, like those are two real names. Tobinbo is not a real name. Sounds like an insult. <laughs> you Tobinbo, you. Also, in my defense, it's B-O. It's not B-E-A-U. Okay. It's T-O-B-I-N-B-O. Okay. And on Wikipedia, it was all combined. Okay. But I think I freaked him out a little bit because I was like, so you have five brother brothers and sisters, and this one plays this, and this <laughs> oh one plays this. And gosh. he's like, could you not have, if you were going to do all that, could you not have gotten my name right? <laughs> I'm pretty sure he fired at least two of us on that show. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. Because we against the Jaguars. Yeah, I got like, fired. Oh, they're going to look for right. two more heels. Yeah. And... Me and Donna were right that game. Absolutely. Uh-oh. Which, speaking Uh-oh. of uh, speaking of remotes, we will be live at Zeta August 25th from 7 to 9 p.m. And uh, we are certainly going to have a player come join us if we can. Yep. And then we'll also be live at Broadway Restaurante on September 22nd. Obviously, both of those are Tuesdays, also from 7 to 9. And we'll try and get a player out then as well. And both places we've been before and the staffs have been fantastic. And we have had a blast. So we really hope everyone can come out and join us at both those locations. It'll be your first time going to both, though. Yeah, I've never been to Zeta. Um... Or Broadway Restaurante. Well, I will say Broadway Restaurante has a very high standard to keep up with. Oh, yeah. Because the first time I went in, the owner gave me a bottle, not a glass, a bottle of cake bread Chardonnay. Wow. And in its own little, like, cooling system. What? (laughs) Yeah. So she was, yeah, she's great. So, Zeta, also, if you're listening, I mean, you know, standard throw some of their brews, all sorts of free stuff at us. Absolutely. Yeah, I drink wine. Yes, you do. Yeah. Absolutely. And Amanda gave me wine for my birthday a couple weeks ago, which oh. was really sweet of her. Yeah. Yeah, I slacked, man. I didn't. I feel so bad, <laughs> Lauren. Why? Shame on us, man. We didn't. <laughs> didn't All right. know it until okay. I got a birthday we... invite the day before. Like, oh, crap. Who should have done something? That's my bad. Nah. Not at all. Um, I will turn 47 next year, <laughs> so it's all good. All right. Uh, we teased this earlier. And like I said, I know Frank is no longer listening, but we are going to get into how to make baseball better. I know some of you think it's impossible. And then there are some of us in here that think we could tweak it just a little bit. So that is next on Helmets and Heels on 1010XL 92.5 FM. Where's all my soul, sisters? Let me hear your flow, sisters. Hey, sister, go, sister, soul, sister, flow, sister. Oh. Helmets and Heels on 1010XL 92.5 FM. Welcome back to Helmets and Heels where Amanda's showing Donna pictures of Jimmy Garoppolo. I'm trying to post on Instagram about my story of Tobinbo so that I can tag Toby so he can be embarrassed all over again. I can simply say that. Yes. I know you ladies don't agree, but I feel that Brady is the most handsome quarterback in the league. But if he's not playing, the Patriots still have the most handsome quarterback in the league. He is by with Bob. Garoppolo. Jimmy G is just a beautiful <laughs> human being. It's like a work of art. It's probably because he kind of resembles my boyfriend. That's probably really the only reason why I'm attracted to him. But Tom he's not Brady, listening from Greece, Amanda. No, it's not. okay. He's not. Um, Donna, I'm so surprised. Tom Brady is such like a pretty boy. Yeah, like he's not manly when I look at him. What am I supposed to? Why are you surprised? What? 
I love I Robert know. Redford, and he's old as dirt. I don't so know who that is. You love all sorts of yeah. I love Elvis. Elvis, and yeah. he's dead. True. <laughs> what do you? Tona has you weird shouldn't be taste. surprised by what I like. Yeah. <laughs> yes, he is. <laughs> I'm not that conspiracy theorist. By the way, Min and I were just talking about um, how last night at practice, uh, I got, I went just, it was only like 30 minutes after the rain and stuff. But so we went in and listened to Gus talk and everything like that. But like the coolest moment that happened, uh, we were walking underneath to get kind of out of the rain and Shad Khan was there and, you know, said hello to Frank and then said hello to me. And he was like, you know, how's Helmets and Heels going? And it was like, oh, my gosh, you love our show. It's fantastic. <laughs> and then he's like, have you met Jared? Jared Odrick was standing like three feet from us. And I was like, not yet. No. And so he's like, Jared, come here. And he's like, there's this show, Helmets and Heels. And, and Lauren's on it. And so I was like, mm, pretty much now you're hogtied. You have to come on the pretty show. Much. So Amanda talked to him a little later and was like, hey, uh, so we've got this August 25th. So hopefully maybe it'll be Jared Odrick. Yeah. Oh, I thought see. you were going to say... Mr. Khan has oh, to come on. Oh, he's always out of town. Yeah. You know, he's on he's, his yacht and stuff. It's a little invite. busy. Open yeah, but invite. obviously he's Sean more than knows. welcome he's to stop always by. Always welcome. <laughs> Absolutely. Leah's right. All right, ladies, how to make baseball better? We're going to do this for a couple different sports or multiple sports, I should say. But we're going to start it off with baseball. Blythe, how are you going to make <laughs> baseball better as you giggle and smirk? <laughs> And move your hands in that right. fashion, what is that like called? Andy, that's the Mr. Aunt, that's Burns, Mr. Burns, right? yeah, Mr. from Burns. Okay. from uh, okay. Simpsons. Uh, for me, for baseball, lifelong baseball fan, I grew up going to the park every single day. Um, so baseball has never been one of those things that I've always been ant or you know, like a lot of people. Oh, it's too slow for me. I do think with as my football fandom evolves baseball and football are vastly different where there's so much action going on and i think that's where baseball can really capitalize it's not it's not the length of the game that's the problem it's the lack of action and with baseball's efforts to get rid of steroids in the game they've also hindered a lot of the offensive production that a lot of we were used to you know with mcguire and bonds and, and that was exciting time to watch baseball so i think a few things that have been kind of thrown around is installing the pitch clock. They did that with the home run derby. So I think that that could be something that's entertained. Mm -hmm. I don't think it would ever happen in a traditional baseball game, but I do think that there are small steps that you can take, such as expanding the strike zone, lowering the pitching mound, bringing some of the fences back in where you get more action. You're getting the doubles, you're getting the triples, you're getting the plays at home. And I think that's where it would really make a difference in that sport in particular. That's, that's a good point. My one thing that I would change has already changed. Bud Seeley getting out. I was not a fan of him. I could care less. I thought little things he made, although apparently I guess a lot of people really liked him, but I, I just was not a fan of him one bit. Um, so one thing I would change now is uh, a personal reason. Hey, DirecTV, can you stop blacking me out of games against the Rays? Ridiculous. The blackout is, is certainly, I think... It's ridiculous. One of the reasons that there are so many people who are not massive baseball fans because unless you pay extra on top of the sports package you already have, you can't watch your team. Right. And yes, there are people that are going to always pay that extra amount and, and it's not that much a month, but you shouldn't have to do that. We pay for the baseball package. We pay for that. Hmm. But then when it comes to playing the Rays, which is another reason why I don't like the Rays... <laughs> Um, we get blacked out. And so we have to watch it on Sun Sports and we have to watch and listen to their commentators uh, who ugh. could do nothing but hate on Boston. So why do I want to listen to them? So I don't. 
I mute them. And I just watch it in silence and get mad at myself. But so that's my complaint. Stop blacking me out of my games. All right, Amanda. Can you just stop putting me to sleep, please? <laughs> okay. I am, okay. I am an ignorant baseball fan where I don't understand the game. So I really hope one day to understand it, to one day find a love for it. I don't understand how you don't understand it. I'm not a numbers person. I know that there are three bases. <laughs> Got that covered, okay? okay. Um, kind of four if you count. Home well, home run, yes, okay. or home base. See, that's how much. <laughs> that's how much baseball I know. All right. Um, it's it's too long. It's because I'm such a football mm-hmm. mind that baseball is like a slow motion. I can't even compare. You wouldn't it to be anything. able to watch NASCAR either, then. No, but at least the cars go fast. <laughs> you know, like that's boring because they just go in circles, but at least they're fast. Like baseball is just so boring and so long. And so what you just said, turning it, muting it, mm-hmm. what's the point in watching it then? What's the point? Well, how do you watch a, a muted game? L- let me tell you that the perfect way to watch a baseball game, unless it's like a, a, a intense rivalry or like the postseason, you watch the first three innings, take a nap. Wake okay. up in the seventh inning and watch the rest of the game. Why can't it, I just turn it on in the seventh inning? You could do that too, but then you miss a starting pitcher usually. And, and you, you miss start- fights. Right. You want to watch a starting pitcher because that's your ace. That's okay. the one that's throwing the heat, the fancy pitches. That, okay. That's where you want to watch. There's a couple good fights. Can we add those in? Like, I would allow fights. those fights. I do like baseball food. Mm-hmm. From what I've seen on Twitter, they're like bacon wrapped hamburgers with donuts and you have the best food yeah i would never eat any of it but oh, i would eat all of it it looks awesome i i did some research on this topic and why does it always come back to drinking i don't know but what if <laughs> what if the just like for like maybe like one game a year and it does count uh there's plenty of them right so what if the players before like the pitcher before every pitch he throws has to take a shot, and then the, they and don't then, they don't drink in any sport. By the way, let's yeah, just throw that out there. But that would be fun. No, um, what if what if there was like an obstacle course instead yeah. of, instead of just running the bases? Have you ever played drunken wiffle ball? No, it is just like baseball, <laughs> except for you hold a cup in your hand at all times. You can't let it get below that. You know that solo cup line. Uh-huh. You can't let it go beyond below that line and you have to bat you have to catch you have to run the bases the whole time with the cup it's pretty fun wow now i love we'll never the, do it in major league but i love when they fun. play the music before the batter goes up um walk up music. yeah the walk-up music that's always exciting but um one person did suggest that <laughs> they should have the saints coaches set up a bounty program <laughs> in baseball oh, so that a player like a rod would be mauled or jonathan papelbon <laughs> Who I actually went to high school with, so I hate to say anything negative about him. That's cool. Yeah, why wouldn't? Well, I mean, he, I guess he kind of is a little ass. So. Yeah, <laughs> he, he kind of is. Yeah, he kind, is. kind of. All right, uh, social <laughs> media. We talked about Instagram earlier. Um, uh, it drives me nuts, by the way. I'm just going to throw this out there. This is not part of our topic. Uh, drives me insane when I'm having a conversation with someone one-on-one, not in a group, 
and they literally pick up their phone and start doing something and you know yeah. they're not listening right. and but they try to make it look like they're listening you know right. they're like they'll like mumble a few words like you know and you're like no you didn't hear anything that i said yeah and they're like right and you're like no <laughs> that i'm like just wait until i'm done now granted i have a lot to say so i get that, that could be several <laughs> hours before i'm done but you know what that you're in the conversation with me so right. therefore you should wait all right so how does social media affect your life on a daily basis basis amanda um i'd say that as this is kind of a i shouldn't wow i need to reevaluate <laughs> things the first thing pass. The, no this this is good this is like a like a, a meeting like i'm admitting things i'm taking ownership it's um, called an intervention this is an intervention so thank you for being my friends and listening to me and your name is amanda <laughs> my name is amanda and when i wake up every morning the first thing i do is check my phone after I turn my alarm off, so at least I do that first. Well, do you check it for phone calls, texts, mm, or... She's talking about social media, Donna. Texts. There's normally an order. It's like text, email, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. <laughs> like, all before I get out of bed. Snapchat. Oh, but mainly, it's like if I missed any breaking news overnight while I was sleeping. Right. So that's why. Sure. And you go to bed kind of early, so you might miss a bunch of stuff. Right. And then um, throughout the day, I'll check it. But not, like, during, like, important things. I don't check it in the bathroom, which I know something that <laughs> oh, you all do. So gross. Um, and then wow. later on. But I do need to kind of wean yourself get off. Get rid of some of the toxins and just not, not do it. I don't do it if I'm, like, in a group setting, um, on a date with my family, <laughs> with my boyfriend, by the way. <laughs> Um, I, cause I hate, like, like you said, like when you're, when you are with your friends and they're just on their phone, um, unless there's an emergency or something, I don't know. It's definitely a little annoying if you're out to dinner and people can't put the phone right. away like that. You should still want that one-on-one like yeah. personal interactions with people. Right. I mean, social media is, is something that I find it addicting at times and I try to wean myself off of it. Like yep. I'm currently trying that right now. I don't know how long it's going to last. Is that why you've been shaking this whole hour? <laughs> Am I shaking? <laughs> <laughs> withdrawals. Probably going through withdrawals at some point. But Which, I, I, for me, I, it's social media, I, I will look up and three hours will go by and I don't even, I have gotten nothing done. I've got no work done. And I just, I was lost in Instagram and, mm -hmm. and Twitter and, and Facebook for hours. And so to me, that's the biggest reason why I want to pull back a little bit on it. But I think it's just that personal reality check that you got to give yourself at times because you have to tell yourself like the likes and the retweets and the follow, those will all still be there when you check it later right. on. It's not a necessity. I don't, I, I don't want to need it like I do, but it is, something that I use as, as a tool for business. Mm -hmm. So it, it, it's something that I have to have, but it's not something I want to be completely obsessed with. Mm -hmm. If I was not working for a radio station, I would not have Facebook. Yeah. I would not have Twitter. I don't have Instagram. I don't know what Snapchat or any of that other stuff is. <laughs> what did someone say was Snapchat? <laughs> Snapchat. Same thing. I don't, you That's, that? yeah, I don't know. Oh, no. That's Why not? Snatch it out of the air. Right. Yeah. Um, Snapchat. <laughs> Yeah, I, I think I'm I'm fairly balanced with it. I do wake up and and check a lot of things, but I don't I don't let it consume me. Like I'm the person who has it on. I'll have Twitter up at work, and then I'll kind of scan through it. I'll tweet some stuff out, and then I get rid of it. And it's too much. It's always it's, coming yeah. in. It's, right, and those people who send out like 
tens of thousands of tweets a day. Uh, I'm like, you know, nobody, like, you know, you just got muted and nobody's reading that. You so. got muted. No one cares to know that you just walked in Starbucks. No one cares to know, know that know. the Thank sun you. is up. Yes, right. we all know. Yeah. I always think that before I ever tweet or post anything, I always think, does is anyone, does anyone else care? care? No. <laughs> I do too. And then sometimes I'm like, well, I do. <laughs> That's when you only get like two likes or like right. no favorites. You're like, all right. Dang Maybe it. I posted at a bad time. <laughs> <laughs> Try again tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well. It well, should be a magic eight ball. That's what it should be like. Yeah. Absolutely. But we really no, should. No, we should, we should stop putting so much emphasis on the likes and the retweets and the follows and all that stuff. Because does it really matter? No. It no. It matters the relationships that you have and the personal right. conversations. And right. at the end of the day, we do appreciate, though, all of us who follow. Yes. Those please who follow us. <laughs> And that's I don't send out anything. Don't follow me. Yeah. <laughs> the pros in that is is social media is supposed to be used as sort of a, a digital handshake. It's not yeah. supposed to be the end all be all conversation tool for you. It's Absolutely. not supposed to be your emotional outlet that if you get angry about something that you that's the first place you go to. That's and, what it is though. It, and that's what it's turned into. Oh. And I think a lot of people can learn from just stepping back, taking a deep breath and just ignoring the fake internet points because yeah. Twitter and and networks like that, it won't get you hired but it will get you fired. Have you ever done a social media presentation? Um, maybe once. <laughs> Only a few. <laughs> All right. Well, on that note, we will check in with Fat Tony, and I know he loves his Twitter. That's coming up next on 1010XL on 2.5 FM.